It's always good to be back to your own family, um, the small group, uh, intimacy, and that's always a good thing. No matter where you go, it's just to come back home and to be with you all. You know, uh, today I would like to impart you with a special uh, gift of the spirit, so-called leadership, it's known as shepherding, mercy, and service. You know, we've been talking about the series on spiritual gifts, and there are some spiritual gifts that are known as sort of like power gifts. That's like special, special gifts, such as uh, prophesying, um, having a, a, a spirit of tongue, and these are and healing and miracle. These gifts are just very special gifts that carries the extent, the, 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 the power of God that is uh, given to very special people. But there are other gifts. Even though they're gifts, it is something that God is strongly encouraging each of us to seek and to follow. And shepherding and mercy and serving, they kind of fall in that category. As we study this, this is one, uh, this is one thing I want you to remember. You say, well, last couple of weeks we talked about different type of uh, spiritual gifts. They say, well, that's not really for me. You know, um, that's not my gifts. And today you're going to say, okay, maybe, maybe this is my gift. Maybe it's, maybe it's not. Shepherding, mercy, and serving. I don't know if that's uh, my gift either. I'm going to wait until next Sunday to find out what the, the others are. But what I want you to understand is especially shepherding, leading with the servant heart, and having mercy onto others, and serving others. It's not something we have a choice. If you think you don't have it, you're going to have to seek it. Because that's what God says to do, to follow me and do, the, do these things. So keep that in mind as you're listening to today's uh, message. And if you say, well, you know, I really don't have any gifts, or may say that I think I have a gift, but definitely not spiritual. Well, I got a news for you. We all have gifts, if not a few more. For example, if you love to scream, that's a gift. It just have not been cultivated to sing like baritone or soprano. That's a gift. If you are like polite, that's a gift. If you are gentle, that's a gift. If you are consistent, that's a gift. If you show up on time, that's a gift. If you like to catch, if you like to throw, that's a gift. If you like to heal and to inspire people, that's a gift. If you like to party, and a lot of young people love to party, that's a gift. We call it fellowship once the Holy Spirit flows through it. If you like to talk, <clears throat> that's gift of encouragement once the Holy Spirit flows through it. If you like to persuade, well, that can turn into Spiritual gift of evangelism. <clears throat> if you like to help, that can turn into spiritual gift of healing and serving and compassion. Of course, if the Holy Spirit flows through it. If you like to read and study, 
And when the Holy Spirit flows through it, you are on your way to having spiritual gift of teaching and knowledge. If you like to predict, you know where I'm going now. If you like to predict the spiritual of gift of prophecy, if and only if the Holy Spirit runs through it. You see, everyone has a gift. So therefore, you need to pay attention is to find out not so much what your gifts are, but how we can receive all these gifts through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, the difference, the fundamental difference between the gift that I so described above, so-called the natural gift, and the spiritual gift is this. Gift is just a gift if you just hold on to it. It becomes a spiritual gift if you use it to strengthen other people's faith. Romans 1.11 through 13 says, I long to see you that, so that I may impart you to you some spiritual gift, imparting meaning to use my gift to help you. I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. David Silk taught you last Sunday that spiritual gift is a supernatural talent or ability given to you by our God to serve others under the direction of the Holy Spirit. That's what spiritual gift is. You are not alone in this. You have a team. It's about impacting the lives of others. It's about using your gifts in leading others to have a stronger faith. So that, so that the currency, the power, the currency that allows this to happen is love. Because God is love. He did everything because he is love. He created heavens and earth because of love. He then created us because of love. So after God revealing all these gifts in Corinthians, God tied everything to love. So at the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, God writes, and now I will show you the most excellent way. Then in the, in the next chapter, chapter 3, God writes, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only resounding skong or a clanging cymbal. If I have a gift of a prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledges, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Whether it's a natural gift, whether it's a spiritual gift, if there is no love in helping others to improve, to, to gain their faith, it means nothing. So the spiritual gift, to be spiritual gift, 
It's about love that is carried by the Holy Spirit. In other words, if you have all those gifts and not using for the sake of others, it means nothing. Because only love is capable of extending beyond oneself. God loved so that he extended himself by sending his son. And his son loved us so much, so he sacrificed for us. Only love can do that. And this is so consistent with the ultimate summary of the Bible. I often speak holding my Bible. What if you were to describe in one phrase, one phrase, the summary of the Bible. And the Bible says seven times this, Galatians 5.14. I just love this particular verse. Because this is the one that impacted impact me when I was in the hospital 26 years ago. The entire law, that's everything in this Bible, is summed up in one single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's all about loving others as God loved us. So for all the gifts we receive to be good in the eyes of the Lord and to be considered as a spiritual gift, we need to use them to extend love for the benefit of the others. So what are some of the spiritual gifts as defined by the Bible? Well, the first week, uh, David Silk gave us an overview of the gifts of the Spirit. As you see before us, there are many, many gifts, spiritual gifts. Second week, Luke accurately addressed the prophecy and exhortation. Third week, which was last week, David Silk addressed giving, administration, and teaching. Here, let me emphasize once again. The the gifts, spiritual gifts like prophecy, tongue, miracle, healing, and discernment, that are what I call a power uh, spirit, power gift. It's just very special, a gift God has given to some of you to have these gifts. Other gifts are attributes of God, God's character, that we are to follow, we are to seek, even if you think you don't have it like the one that we're going to be talking about today. Shepherding, mercy, and serving. This is not an option for some of us. Eh, I'm not a mercy kind of guy. I'm not a, into this a serving thing. Shepherding, uh, servant leadership, oh, that's not my thing. No, 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 you can't pass by this thing. That's not yours. We are commanded to do these things. Because the Bible speaks of that other special uh, 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 spiritual uh, gifts are somehow tied together into one spirit. First Corinthians 12, 4, 6 says, there are different kinds of gifts. Yes, we recognize there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works, all of them, in all men. You have a gift. The same Spirit 
is one that is given to us and is directed by the Holy Spirit. So how do we know this? How do we know this? How you can actually cultivate your gift into spiritual gift? 1 Corinthians 12, 1, 3. Now about this thing called spiritual gifts. Brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. Meaning, God is saying, I want you to know this. Know about these spiritual gifts. When you are baby, verse 2, you know that when you were pagans, not sure about the faith, somehow or other, you were influenced by or led astray to idols. Verse 3, therefore I'll tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus is cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. It confirms that the spiritual gift is extension of the Holy Spirit. So back to our topics. In the Romans 12, 6 through 8, we have different gifts according to the grace given to us. It's grace that's given to us to have these spiritual gifts. So today we're going to emphasize on three things, shepherding, mercy, and serving. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. In proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it carefully. So we'll talk about serving, leadership, and mercy. So what is leadership? Well, in once the Holy Spirit gets a hold of this leadership that we often talk about, even in the secular world, we call that servant leadership, which is defined in the Bible more or less like shepherding. It's leading with the heart of shepherd. Leadership isn't about bossing people. If you look at it, Jesus never bossed people. It's about leading through serving others to strengthen their faith. That's what is called servant leadership. Leadership, you serve others in, in business context. You serve others so they can do their job better, not bossing them around. Shepherding in a good leadership sense is about being a very good Example. And Jesus said about the best example about servant leadership, shepherding. His leadership based on serving and saving, caring and loving and sacrificing. I created this chart, which is often used in a secular world, to demonstrate the difference between the manager and the leader. So I change a little bit by saying the difference between the boss, the manager, 
and the shepherd, the servant leader. Here's the difference. Boss, the manager, they like to maintain. We want to keep it this way. Servant leaders, they like to develop. Jesus developed his disciples. Managers or boss love to control the situation or the people around them. Shepherd, shepherding leaders, they inspire. Jesus wants the hearts of the people. Managers or boss like to look at things in short-term view, but not shepherding people. Long-term view. That's what they look for. Jesus had a cross in mind that was to save us. That was his long-term view as to what he did while he was with us. Boss like to ask how and when. When can I get this thing done? When? How are you going to get it done? Shepherding leaders ask what and why. Jesus had a clear mission. He had a clear purpose that was to simply to save us at the end. To bring us back. Also like to accept the status quo. Shepherding people love to challenge the status quo. Jesus healed people on the Sabbath day. That was a challenge to those people, the Pharisees, during that period of time. Both love to do things right. They love to follow the procedure because they were supposed to, to do that. Shepherding leaders do the right thing. There is huge difference between doing things right versus doing the right thing. Jesus forgave the prostitute, even though at that time, the right thing to do was to persecute her. Jesus forgave the prostitute. So if you fall in the so-called boss or manager category, and you may say, well, I don't have, you know, uh, um, that kind of leadership that shepherding leadership is looking for. But what God is encouraging through his gift of exhortation is that you can have the gift of a servant leadership if you apply love as directed by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, do it diligently. Regarding the gift of mercy, what is the gift of mercy? Well, uh, this past Wednesday, we had a a Bible study, a prayer meeting. So happens to be that the topic of that Wednesday evening was mercy. Mercy is loving kindness. It is a radiation of love of God. It is this radiation of love of God that we are to express through mercy. We said that mercy is food when we are hungry. Mercy is water when we are thirsty. Mercy is warmth when we are cold. Mercy is encouragement when we are discouraged. And mercy is victory when we are defeated. Mercy is extension of grace. So who has this gift of mercy? Do I have gift of mercy? Well, as for me, my natural tendency is not. That was not. If I was listening to this message 
26 years ago, I said, that's not my spiritual gift. Back then, I was not a very compassionate person. My motto would be, your problem is your problem, not mine. Because I did not knew, I did not understand the real meaning of love that takes the form of sacrifice. Yes, I was a nice guy. That's why Janice married me. She only saw that I was a nice guy. But not a loving kind. There's a difference between being a nice guy and a loving kind. I tend to be rigid and direct and tactless and often very bossy. That's who I am. I could easily have dismissed the spiritual gift of mercy saying, that's not my mercy. But you know, when the God of love and the Holy Spirit took hold of me, things changed. It's a gift. If you don't have it today, you can have it today. It's a gift. Grace, you didn't have it yesterday, you can have it today. Forgiveness, you didn't have it yesterday, you can have it today. Birthday gift, you didn't have it yesterday. If it's birthday gift today, you can have it today. Spiritual gift, you don't have it today, yesterday, you can have it today. Carried by love, directed by the Holy Spirit. The spiritual gift is not about natural gifts, natural talent. It is about helping others to strengthen with the direction of the Holy Spirit. What does this mean? As far as spiritual gift of separating mercy and serving is concerned, we have no choice. We are commended to have this gifts, every single one of us. It's freely, freely given to us, to all of us. If you are abiding in Christ, if you love him, the gifts described in Romans, we are all commanded to do. I cannot emphasize this more. Because too often when we hear about the gift of spirit, or spiritual gift, we are so easy and quick to say, oh, that's not mine, that's not mine. And when you come to the end of our eighth week we're doing this, you say, oh, I don't have any gifts. And you dismiss them all. That's why we have, you have, every one of you have your, your own team. It's called you, the Holy Spirit, and God. And Jesus, that's the team. If you're discouraged, if you think you have it, Holy Spirit said, you got it. I gave it to you through grace. You have experienced my love. That's all you need. Let's go. Remember the first Corinthians 24 that we just read earlier? There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. Same spirit. What is mercy? Mercy is something that we deserve, but we do not get. We deserve to get penalized for our sins, but Jesus took it all. It's something we deserve, one of these, 
but we don't get. If you think about that, if you think about that, if that really hits you, and on top of that, God's saying, love your neighbor as yourself to sacrifice, then we can do the same. Your people that who hurt you deserves a little punch. But because of the God's mercy, you can learn to let go. Love your neighbor means to have mercy on them. Love your neighbor means to sacrifice for them. Love your neighbor as yourself means to have compassion to those who are suffering. And we are to do this cheerfully, cheerfully. Gift of serving. What was the purpose? What was the mission of Jesus coming to be with us? He said, I came to serve. I came to serve. How did he serve? He served to strengthen our faith. When he washed his, the feet of his disciples, he did it to show how to serve in faith. When Jesus healed the sick, he told his disciples to be quiet about it, serving behind the scene so that God's work is fulfilled and glorified. In serving, we are to serve one another with the same mindset of Christ. Philippians 2, 3, 4, 3. Do, not, do nothing out of self-ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourself. And Jesus showed us that humility in serving, and they go hand in hand. You may say, well, that's not really my gift. I really, inside of me, I really love to show off. I need to be recognized for the things that I have done. I go to business world and they say, you have to recognize your people. I need to be recognized. Otherwise, I get upset. And you can say simply that this is not my gifts. Let me say it again. We as believers, we don't really have much to say on this matter. This is one gift we all should be seeking. And just as the spiritual gift to be spiritual, one needs to be guided by the Holy Spirit. And we are commanded to serve as guided by the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.13, you, my brothers, were called to be free But do not use your freedom 
to indulge in sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. It means not to use our gifts to indulge sinful nature, meaning for self-gratification, but to serve one another in love. That flows from the Holy Spirit. Remember the purpose of having the spiritual gift is to strengthen faith of others. John Piper, in Desiring God, wrote, Therefore, no matter what abilities we have, if we are not relying on God and not aiming to help others rely on Him, then our ability is not a spiritual gift. It is not spiritual gift because the Holy Spirit is not flowing through it from faith to faith. Same thing is spoken in First Peter 4, 4. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides. So that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. There were four main points in reviewing and in honoring God through this study. First, spiritual gifts are given to strengthen the faith of others. If you hold on to it, it's not spiritual gifts. Second, God gave us spiritual gifts so that his name may be glorified through us. Not us. Not me. Third, gifts such as shepherding, mercy, and serving, we are all commanded to do. We have no choice in this matter. Even if you think you don't have it, ask the Holy Spirit to come to flow these gifts through you. Four, the spiritual gifts are about grace. So ultimately, it comes all down to grace. First Peter 4.10, each one should use whatever gifts he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you so much.